0: This is one of the craziest times that I've ever experienced in my life. And based on the number of conversations I've had this week, I'm assuming it's one of the craziest times you've ever experienced in your life. Think about it uh, restaurants are closed, bars are closed, churches are closed. Uh, that's why we can't meet together today because we can't gather more than 10 people. Uh, it, it's almost to the point of quarantine. It's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Oh, and not to mention, uh, there's this thing known as the coronavirus that is a a worldwide pandemic. Uh, It's crazy. I'm not sure when the last time the world has seen something like this before, but I know I haven't, and I know you haven't. And I'm not sure which side of the fence you fall on. I'm not sure if you're the type of person that's annoyed by this and frustrated that everything is shutting down, or if you're on the other side, And you agree, everything should shut down. And we need to take this even more seriously. But it doesn't matter which side of the fence you you fall on because there's one thing that unites us. There's one thing in this moment that we all feel, that we all experience, and it's fear. Maybe that fear grips your heart every night as you scroll through your social media Uh, whichever platform you're on and you see the empty grocery shelves and and every night we think tomorrow we're gonna get back to normal tomorrow the shelves are gonna be stocked again and everything is gonna go back to normal tomorrow the crazy ends and then tomorrow comes and what happens the same pictures are posted on uh, social media again the shelves are bare the shelves are empty and our mind starts to wander when is this going to end How long will this be? If it goes long enough, am am I going to have food? Are my loved ones going to have food? We're not going to starve, are we? And the mind starts to wander, and all of a sudden, fear comes creeping up and finds the cracks in the walls that are around our heart and enters. Or maybe you've been looking at the stock market. For the past two weeks, it's almost been in a free fall, and people have lost thousands upon thousands of dollars. Maybe you're looking at your 401K or the stocks that you have, and fear starts to grip your heart. What's this mean for your future? What's this mean for your retirement? Are you going to have to go back to work? What's this all mean? Maybe right now you're sitting at home behind the four walls of your home, and you're jobless. You're not worried about the distant future. You're worried about now you're fearing you're scared why because you don't have an income no money's coming in but the bills are sure coming in and the money's going out where are you gonna get money to pay your rent your mortgage where are you gonna get money to pay your bills and fear finds the cracks in your heart and enters maybe you're worried about the virus itself maybe you're scared that you're gonna get it you may be young and healthy but what if you get it? What if your parents get it? Grandparents, what if you get it? What's it mean? And as you start thinking about all of this, fear finds the giant cracks in the walls of your heart and enters. It doesn't matter who you are, there's something about the situation that we're in that causes us to be afraid. And so here's my question to you this morning Where's your safe place? In moments like this, where do you find a place of refuge that you run to 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 calm your fears? Where do you trust to go? Where's your confidence? Where's your hope? Where do you run to hide to calm all of your fears? And then my next question is this Are the walls of that refuge strong enough to calm your fears, your fearful heart? This is what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to look at the Bible because the people living around 1000 B.C., they knew what it was like to be afraid. They knew what it was like to look over the walls of their fortress and see the plains of the field filled with a sea of military men. And those military men were there for one purpose, and that was to lay siege to the city, break down the wall, and destroy them all. You talk about fear. Imagine looking over the the fortress wall and seeing that. It's during this time that a church band named the Sons of Korah wrote a song. We know it as Psalm 46. We're going to walk through it this morning, and I pray that what God's Word says will comfort your heart today. Psalm 46, here we go. We're going to look at the first couple of verses here. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Can you imagine that? It's like a scene out of a movie, right? Where you see the mountains falling. The earth is giving away to the point where the mountains are falling, toppling down into the sea. And all of this earth, all of this mountain falls into the sea and causes such a tidal wave. The sea starts stirring up and a tidal wave fo- it, it foams and rages and surges and bangs up the ga- uh, against the base of another mountain and that mountain quakes and is shaking back and forth. Imagine how terrifying that would be. Imagine how much fear would fill your heart in that moment. It would be terrifying. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, Well, it sure seems like our earth is falling apart right now. Our our stock market is tumbling down. Uh, We're hiding behind our four walls, but how much longer can those keep us safe? The virus is going around. Everything seems to be toppling down. The earth is giving away. And it's scary. And yet, did you notice what the sons of Korah said? We will not fear. Why? Why? Because God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Do you know what a refuge is? Uh, A refuge during this time was the safest place in a fortress. And so you've got the the walls lining the fortress, uh, and then with some place in the fortress was a refuge. It was the safest place. It's a place you went to when you were fearful. It's a place that even if the fortress walls broke down, you could go and know that you would be safe, you would be secure, you had trust and confidence that you would stay alive if you were in that fortress, or in that refuge. It's strong, and it keeps you safe. The sons of Korah say, God is our refuge. God is our strength. Where's your refuge right now? Where's your safe place? Where do you run for, and put your confidence and trust and peace knowing that, that you will be safe during this time? Is it the doctors? Is it a cure for the virus? Is it the stock market? Is it your four walls of your home? Where's your safe place? Where's your refuge? If those are your refuge, places of refuge, if that's where you go for safety, it's no wonder your heart is fearful because what is this virus doing? It's making us realize just how flimsy the walls of the places of refuge are. It's making us realize that the places that we put our trust, our hope, our confidence in, the walls aren't that high and the walls are pretty thin and they're toppling down. And so we're scared. We need a safe place, we need a refuge. And we've put our trust in the wrong thing. The Williams family knows exactly what it's like to have a place of refuge. Tamara Williams and her family were sleeping just a few weeks ago, actually, uh, in Nashville when a tornado blew through their city. And as the tornado was coming through Nashville, Uh, Tamara and her husband woke up and got their three kids and they went to their basement and they went into the bathroom in their basement. That's where they took refuge. Moments later, the tornado was right over their house. Everything that they had, their four walls, all their possessions, gone. The only thing that remained was the five of them and the bathroom that they took refuge in. That is a safe place. God is that refuge for you God is the place to put your confidence God is the place to put your trust God is the place to run to for joy, for peace, for comfort to know that no matter what happens you will survive and so if you're following along in the notes section over here here's the first point I want you to take away today in the midst of fear God is your refuge and your strength He is that place for you but there's something that we need to address how is he different how is he different than the stock market how is he different than your home how is he different than doctors the difference is this the the, the walls of those places of refuge your home, the stock market, the doctor's office whatever else that you can think of as your safe place those walls let death in They might ward off death for a little while, but eventually they will open up their walls, open up their doors, and let death come in. And you know that. You know that eventually, and and that's why you're scared. But God is different. God has conquered death on Easter. I pray that in just a couple weeks that all of this is going to be done so that we can get together and celebrate Easter together and celebrate the risen lord but if not we'll do it like this but this is the difference between god as your refuge and every other refuge god has conquered the grave jesus rose from the dead he didn't resuscitate he didn't pass out and come back to he rose he was dead he was alive again the grave has been conquered And now Jesus promises to everyone who takes refuge in Him. He promises that He is the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in Him will live even though they die. His promise to you is that when you take refuge in God, when you take refuge in Him, you will continue to live even though you die here on earth. You will continue to live in the fortress of God in heaven. And, and the author, the Sons of Korah, in their song here, they give us a little glimpse of what that's going to be like, the peace that's there. Uh, he continues in verse 4. There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Do you know why cities built? On rivers, because in rivers there's life. Rivers sustain life. There's drinking water and there's fish living in the water to eat. Rivers sustain life. And there's a river that goes through the city of God where God's fortress is built, heaven. And what's that stream? It's not so that you can drink. It's not so that you can eat. The stream, the river, is the one that flows from your Savior's side. The one that flows from His hands and His feet as He's nailed to the cross. It's the river of His blood. You see, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. What we earn for our sin is death. Death is in the world because of sin. But in heaven, in the fortress of God, there is no sin because the river of Jesus' blood has washed your sin away. Has washed mine away. Has washed everyone's Who is there away? Every embarrassing thing, every guilty thing, every mistake you've made completely washed away by the blood of Jesus. And now that place is called a holy place where the Most High dwells. Life is sustained there. No death is there because sin is removed through the blood of Jesus. Your sin is removed because of the blood of Jesus and you will live for eternity. In the fortress of God, where there is no threat of virus, where there is no threat of war, where there's no hurtful language or broken relationships, where it's 75 and sunny every single day, it is the most peaceful place you can ever imagine. That's the fortress of God, and you will not fear one moment of your existence in heaven. And it's all because of Jesus, because he shed his blood for you and rose from the dead. The fortress of God is yours. And this is all yours when you take refuge in God. That is a peaceful picture. The sons of Korah just painted a picture for us as they sang in Psalm 46. But it's now like he takes our focus off of heaven and says, now we've got to get back down to earth. Here's what he says. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. Does that feel like today? Nations are in uproar? He lifts his voice, the earth melts. If God wanted this earth to melt away, he doesn't have to go into Hulk mode. All he has to do is lift his voice. That's how powerful your God is. He just speaks and the earth would melt away. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Nations are in uproar. There's all this chaos. There's wars, the sons of Korah say. And yet God stands up among everything. All the chaos in the world. And he says, be Still, and know that I am God. To God's enemies, God says, be still, you're not God, I'm God, and you will submit now. And to fearful hearts like you, yours and mine, he comes and he says, be still and know that I am God. It's interesting because we've been told to be still. We've pretty much been quarantined. And, and be at home, be still, life is shutting down, and yet even though we're still, we're not still, right? Our mind is still racing, our hearts are still pumping, uh, fear is going through our veins with the adrenaline. And yet, to fearful hearts like yours and mine, God says, be still. He doesn't suggest it. He doesn't say, gee, it would be really great if you you guys could be still. No. He says, be still. He commands it. Be still. And know that I am God. And so your second point I want you to take home today is in the midst of fear, be still. And know God is God. God is God. He is in control. Your leaders are not God. You are not God a cure for the virus is not God God is God and he is in full control he has conquered the grave for you he has taken away your sin you are at peace you are going to live forever in the fortress of God God is God and he's in control so be still be still and know that God is God and we want to but how do we do it I'm going to give you three ways Turn off the TV, turn off your cell phone, turn off the radio. Limit the voices you're listening to. Don't. If you're at home right now, do not have 12 hours of the news on, because that will do nothing but cause you to fear. Limit the voices you're listening to, and uh, increase the amount of the voice of God you're listening to. How do you listen to the voice of God? Read His Word. Read the Bible instead of talking so much about the virus talk about the promises that God has made to you instead of uh, focusing and reading uh, news articles about the coronavirus read God's word read about the refuge that you have the strength the ever present help in trouble that you have instead of listening to the news turn on some podcasts and listen to the word of God listen to to God's voice and the promises that he makes to you he is your refuge and strength an ever present help in trouble and when you take refuge in him you have refuge from death and that brings you peace that brings you confidence that brings you trust and it's all yours through Jesus who shed his blood for you and rose from the dead before I close up I want to say one more thing there's panic there's chaos in the world and yet for the church this is a great opportunity I know that sounds crazy because we can't even meet as a church so how is this a great opportunity because people are panicking there's chaos people are looking for peace people are looking for hope people are looking for comfort and that's what you and I have and it's through the blood of Jesus We have this confidence. We have this hope. We have this peace. We know that we are going to heaven, and it's for others too. It's for other people too. And so here's what I want you to do. We want the world to know this. We want your friends to know it. We want your neighbors to know it. We want your family to know it. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Take a selfie this morning, or whenever you're watching this, take a selfie of you and your family worshiping together around this. Post it to your social media and tag our church, Divine Savior Church, Santa Rita Ranch. Whichever platform you're on, tag us and let's spread this message because we have peace. We have a refuge that will keep people safe from death because even though we die, we will live forever in the fortress of God because of Jesus. God be with you this week. Let him calm your hearts. Be still and know he is God. He is your refuge. He is your strength. He is your ever-present help in trouble. Amen. This morning we're going to close. We're going to, I'm going to say a prayer. We're going to join in the Lord's Prayer, which is on the side of your screen, of a blessing, and uh, then we'll close with one final song. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that you are our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Thank you for Jesus, who has conquered the grave, who has forgiven us our sins, And now we have uh, to look forward to your kingdom, your fortress, where we will live forever in heaven. We thank you that you are with us right now. You are guarding and protecting us from all evil. You are guarding and protecting us uh, from the evil one. And we know that you are with us. And so we take courage. We have hope. We have peace. We have joy. Continue to be with us. Calm our hearts uh, through all of this. We ask you to be with all those who are infected with the virus. We ask and have been affected by the virus we ask you to be with everyone let them heal uh, be with those who are sick uh, give them strength and uh, let the doctors find a cure we ask you to be with all of us who are still healthy uh, watch over us keep the virus from us and let us look to help others as we can we ask all this in Jesus name and it's in his name that we join to pray our Father in heaven hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. In the Old Testament, uh, God instructed Aaron the high priest that when the Jews and the Israelites left the temple, Aaron was supposed to raise his hand and bless the people with the Lord's name so they knew the Lord was going out with them. Uh, We're going to end our service the same way today so you know that the Lord is going with you, that he is your refuge, your strength, wherever you go. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to close with our last song, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. God bless your week.